those who don't know who Father is would get, catch the Father part. Those who don't know what freedom really looks like would catch the freedom part. Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, just soak it in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Joy. The Lord's just releasing joy right now. Yeah, come on, take it. Think of the most joyous moment of your life. <clears throat> it's already been, but one that you anticipate and magnify it beyond what you can imagine. Holy Spirit, just pour it out right now. Yes, God. Joy. Come on. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. And you're absolutely always right here. You don't drift away. We do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, <laughs> for your goodness. <laughs> joy of the Lord. Come on. Depression right now, leave in the presence of joy. Come on. That's good. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, that felt good. You know you can do that anytime you want? You can. You can anytime you want, you can stop and get a drink. Doesn't matter where you are. You can stop and get a drink in the middle of somebody yelling at you. You can stop and get a drink in the middle of anything. Here's what's so great about the Holy Spirit is even when you think you're full, you can get more of him. <laughs> oh, man. Can we just hang out here for a little bit? Is that all right with you guys? I just don't feel like moving on yet. You know, what's happening right now is we're starting to pray. <laughs> Come on, let your heart beat with his.
I can feel things getting accomplished right now. So much is getting done. Yeah, let your soul just unwind. It's all twisted in knots. This is good. Church, it doesn't take a song or a sermon to meet with him. Some of your souls were getting healed.
was praying. It's a song. When I was praying, um, the Lord showed me that this gigantic key, and He was unlocking childhood abandonment issues. And there was a real freedom. There's a freedom, a real spiritual freedom in the atmosphere right now. And the Lord has taken abandonment, and I saw fatherlessness going out of people um, leaving. And um, then Andrew said, you said something, and the Lord, he's, he took them, and he's not only taken them, but he's replacing it with the joy that was prophesied earlier. There's a real tendency to want to talk. Everybody be quiet. This is what we're doing today. Come on, don't miss out.
Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life.
and I will dwell. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Come on, stay here. There's no words, but the Lord is doing that right there. Psalm 23.
stay here longer. Don't miss out on this. Okay. For some of you, that's the quietest you've been all week. For some of you, that may be even new in the sense of encountering the Lord. 
Did you encounter him? I mean, really, if you really had, you felt the tangible presence of God, if you felt it, let me see your hand. Isn't that amazing? No song, no sermon. I believe what he's doing. I had a whole message on this, but I'm not going to do it. God wants to heal our soul. He wants to heal our soul. He wants to heal our soul. Go ahead, show what you saw. A couple of you, too. Oh, here, use this one. Use this one, bro. Maybe have a couple of others. I know you guys had your hands up. Just go ahead and make your way up here. I want you to share just what God was saying to you, okay? I just, I just wrote a, um, a note to Andrew, and because uh, I was avoiding to talk. <laughs> uh, so I was just, just like everybody else, humble, obedient, sensitive to the Spirit. And last week, Andrew began saying, we're going we're gonna to hang out in grace. Mm-hmm. We're going to hang out in this. And all of a sudden, um, as I was just looking and praying and just, you know, uh, I pray with my eyes open, you know. Uh, it was like, if anybody had any type of question as to what is grace, how do I practice it? How, how do I even get into it? It actually comes to you, and it came today. That question should be answered and never brought up again because we're in it right now. And what happens is is that we're like, oh, we're working, we're working, we're working. We're trying to get it. God, where is it? I'm seeking your kingdom. I'm waiting for everything else to fall in place, like your word says. And we are, you're just saying, just stop. Don't do anything. Why don't you just chill? Listen to me and just relax and let me come to you. Um, just today, I was trying to tell my daughter something. Well, she wouldn't be quiet to hear what I had to say, what I wanted to give her. And it just got that picture, you know. Brooklyn, if you just be quiet, you can hear me, and then you can go about your way with what I am about to give you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, grace gives us the power to do the things that we don't normally do. How are we supposed to have the power to stop sinning if we normally sin <laughs> with what we trip up on constantly? It gives us the power to then stop that, what we know how to do habitually. And the only way we get to know how to do that appropriately is by stopping and listen and to know to receive the appropriate Orders, if you will, but I don't want to say it too legalistic, but you know what I mean. You know, oh, the instructions. That's a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, the instructions on how to go about it. Because um, don't get me wrong. When was the last time you came to church and shut up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Go ahead, Mentor. Thanks, man. I was so glad when uh, Kitty shared freedom because I've been hearing that for since the moment we started and uh, I think there's more than just the couple things that she called out and the picture I had when we were quiet was I'm not a technical medical person so I don't know if I'm going to get this right but dialysis but it was dialysis of our soul Mm -hmm. that the Holy Spirit was just taking it all and filtering it through and pulling out the impurities 
and what he's given us back is freedom yeah. Yeah. from whatever our impurities were. Yeah. And I just want to release that. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, thank yeah. you for the picture. Yes, God. And for what you're doing right now, Holy Spirit, just accomplish it and manifest it in a way that's real enough yeah. for us to walk away knowing mm-hmm. that we know that we know. Yeah. But we are full of grace. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lou was just saying. Yeah. Yeah, right on. That you cleanse the impurities. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Sorry. The end of uh, praise and worship, I was really struggling, and I was just praying um, for a breakthrough on a lot of things. And the Lord, I'm just kind of quiet, not really expecting anything, and all of a sudden I see a picture of a diamond. And um, I said, great, shiny diamond. When do I get there? He goes, whoa, hold on. (laughs) And he said, "Um, you know, it takes thousands of pounds of pressure to make a diamond. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, okay, good. Where am I in that process? He said, wait a minute. (laughs) He said, when the diamond is done forming, there's still a bunch of debris and dirt and rock and stuff on it and uh, I've got to knock that off and I said okay when do you knock all of that off when do you clean it up he said well we're not done there we're not done with the process then we have a diamond in the rough fine where are we in that process he said hold on I said when do we get to the shiny part he said we still have to cut we have to cut but we have to, the jeweler takes the diamond and takes the diamond in the rough and he has to examine it for a long time and look at the angles and look at the entire package before he cuts. And then he painstakingly takes, he's got another picture of water, <laughs> with, the, uh, with the saw to cut the diamond. I said, great, can you please tell me where I am in that process? (laughs) He said, I'm not done talking to you yet. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I said, well, um, what are we going to do with the diamond? He said, I'm going to put it in a setting, and I'm going to put it on my hand. And when, when the diamond is finished, everywhere that I put my hand you will be so the question I think that I kept asking that maybe we need to ask ourselves is where are we in that diamond process and do we need to get knocked around a little bit more cut or maybe we're still under the pressure Well, we are just um, being quiet for the Lord. And uh, David talked about the goodness. You know, it all boils down to his goodness. And I I saw, I heard a word. And um, I was asking, Lord, is that just for me or is it for us? And I feel like it's all for all of us. And he said, um, you know, we can ask to feel his goodness. But he wants us to explore his goodness. That's the word that kept coming up, explore. I was like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. 
and I saw a picture of people walking. It's not, it's not doing. It's just we have his goodness in us and around us. And think about the word explore. When you explore something, you're on an adventure. You're on a, um, an exploration. You're seeking something out. And then he showed me a picture of you guys in your uh, OSSM. We only enter into the fullness of his goodness when we step outside of what we're doing and we move the exploration. We explore what he's doing, what he's setting us up to do. And because they took the time to go speak to those people and pray, the goodness of God hit everybody all at once in a, in a way greater way in depth than we just say, just let me feel it, Lord. Just let me feel your goodness. And so everything that's been said today is... I just, what my heart wants to do, what I would all hope we'd want to do is to dive into the exploration of what his goodness really is. And it's not really doing anything. It's just being moving when he asks us to move. And here's the thing. He invites us to do that. We have a choice. And so, man, I just pray exploration on you guys. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. I just say take a chance and step out. And the worst, craziest circumstance you may be experiencing and just say, God, I want to explore your goodness. Yeah. And man, I just remember that word, explore. Yeah. Think about, God, what does it mean to explore your goodness? Yeah. And walk in that. Yeah, that's good. Right here. Let's take this one last one. This kind of goes along with what Tammy said. But what I saw in the beginning was uh, I heard the word facade, and I could feel actual that, you know, we all put up a facade of who we are. And I could actually feel it being lifted. It was like being surgically removed. It was like we were being actually circumcised in the spirit. And God was, was messing with our identity. He was replacing what was, he was taking off, that facade of who we, we present to everybody, and then, and then actually replacing it with something real. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I knew I was feeling that, but mm-hmm. I, and I felt like it was a body mm-hmm. thing. It's like God is just, you know, it's like whoosh. You know, this is gone, and whoosh, here I am. So it's like we're all going to walk out of here <laughs> completely different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's, like, it's like an ongoing circumcision. <laughs> yeah. Born again, again, again. Yeah. I think I'm just going to end with this right here. It's... We have reduced Christianity down to trying to grow spiritually when our soul is the holder of it. And when our soul is damaged and when our soul is operating out of pain and hurt, it restricts the maturity that we can find in the spirit. when we do that, we find ourselves going to conferences, worship things like we went to last night, coming into this building, thinking that somehow we're going to grow spiritually when we're not addressing the soul deficit inside. We're not letting God heal that. I think it's interesting in that psalm where it says, he leads me beside still waters. 
makes me lie down in green pastures, and it says he restores my soul. There's no drinking, there's no eating there. It's just a matter of being with him and watching where he goes. I'm sure you eat, I'm sure they drink there. That's, that's kind of the point, but it's about he's restoring the soul. Come on, you feel that this morning? Can we do this? Can I give you homework? Is that okay? I'm giving you homework. Go home and do this and sit still and just shut up. I felt it when we started. had no intention of doing this, but when it got quiet, I felt it. We finally started to pray. Because we weren't reducing our relationship down to some words that I can speak so some other person might be impressed that they hear me say something. Wow. <laughs> Try it. Go home. Just shut everything off and be quiet. And listen. I don't know about you, I felt so good doing this. I felt so good doing this today. If you're visiting and this is new to you, welcome. Glad you're here. <laughs> We're strange, we know it. We're not trying to be that way. We're just I, just, I want health. I want wholeness. I want to grow in the Lord. Yes. I felt that just reading that psalm, you don't need a commentary on it. It was speaking to you plenty. Holy Spirit speaks to that. So, okay, I tried.